And the show started. Great. Hello. Show. 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 I was listening to an old episode the other day, and me and Steve did that, and I really enjoyed it. But Pat A did it. I wanted to do a quick follow-up. Everybody's been dying for this information about my grandma. Uh, about the pizza you guys said find out about the pizza yep. pizza boy so she had nancy's pizza nancy's pizza pretty local chicago deep dish pizza you pat are you familiar with nancy's i don't know if it's near you uh yes okay. i can't remember the last time i had it though so she had nancy's deep dish pizza it was her first time having deep dish pizza ever she had only cheese. Uh, she enjoyed it she would have liked thinner crust uh that was that i also found out that uh, I think I found where my my milk love has come from, that I've been scrutinized and I've been um, demonized on the show for my milk love. And she is at the other level, which is the heavy cream. And apparently she goes through a lot of heavy cream as in uh, uses it for cereal. And, oh, my God. You know, things like that. So she goes through a lot of heavy cream, and that must be where I get my milk thing from. Uh, so it it's not how is she alive don't blame me to blame uh it's apparently it builds strong bones that's what they say i like milk it's a big milk says uh also half and half it's it's mostly half and half i should say not when i'm saying cream i'm using that as a generic term half and half which is half cream half milk so it's a stepping stone mm. yeah sounds delicious you know i don't want to sound dumb but i actually yeah. had no idea that's why it was called half and half until right now well there you go we all learned yeah, a little something. I found that out like maybe three months ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Hey, I, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Oh, good. Isn't that something? <laughs> I'm on to cigars now. Yeah, I'm on to a five-year plan. I eliminated the cigarettes, then I go to cigars, then I go to pipes, then I go to chewing tobacco, then I'm on to that nicotine gum. <laughs> good. Yeah. I was watching something the other day. The Beanie Baby documentary. It's called Beanie Mania. Did you guys have Beanie Babies uh, back in the day? Jay, why? Why Why were you doing this? Because I had Beanie Babies. Did you guys collect Beanie Babies when you were younger? I had like two. Okay. Yeah, when I was like six. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I'm not talking about five minutes ago. I'm, yeah, I'm talking about when I was like six. Did you? How many do you have, Pat? Uh, the only one I really remember was it was a black bear. Okay. Uh, I had so, a white bear. Yeah. His name was Polly. Polly the Polar Bear. Perfect. So here's a little thing on Beanie Babies. Uh, 
basically it started out as a kid's thing, like we would expect. And then like a lot of things that kind of just turned horribly wrong, uh, adults started getting involved and it became a collector's item type thing. And there was so much money made from the Thai uh, company that makes Beanie Babies. They made an insane amount of money. Um, like, you know, billions of dollars, basically, uh, selling Beanie Babies. And uh, and the big reason for that is people were, like, selling them. And, the, you know, they, they basically had created magazines that said how much your Beanie Baby is worth and how much it's going to be worth in 10 years, 15 years, all this sort of thing. Ty and, did all this? <laughs> no. So Ty, no, Ty just produced it. There was all these people, like it was a lot of moms and stuff like that. It actually, a lot of the craze started out of Naperville, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Oh. Yeah. So like a lot of this, was, a lot of the documentaries based out of these moms in Naperville, but some of them had like TV shows, some of them had magazines, all talking about Beanie Babies. And it, yeah, escalated. People made a crazy amount of money because they would buy it like in the store and then they would sell it for, you know, five times more than it was worth. Sometimes crazy amounts more than it was worth. I mean, like people were making thousands of thousands of dollars. There's some lady that is that verifies these Beanie Babies because at some point they started making Chinese knockoffs. And this lady basically verifies Beanie Baby. She's been doing it for the past, you know, since Beanie Babies came out. And she's made hundreds of thousands of dollars just verifying okay. Beanie Babies. <laughs> so uh, it was just this crazy thing. I'm just like, they everybody thought they were going to be worth so much more money, you know, eventually. Like, you know, hang on to these. These can be your retirement in a few years. Uh, just hang on to them. And then they started to lose their interest when... Uh, a big part of it was Ty said, hey, we're going to stop making Beanie Babies. And so then that forced everybody to like buy up all the last ones that are there. And then like a month later, like, just kidding, we're not going to do that. And so people started getting really pissed. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Beanie Babies started losing their value. So like instead of the stupid, uh, you know, like purple uh, platypus being worth you know, $800, then all of a sudden the, you know, a month later it was worth 750 and all of a sudden it starts losing value. And then people start freaking out, starting selling theirs, you know, anyway, it started this big crash of this market, but some people made a ton of money. Some people didn't, but what I realized even now, there's some people that still hang on to them and they have this weird thought that they feel better. Well, it's not weird. It's weird to me. It's not weird to them, but they feel more comfortable. They feel good when they're around their collections. So there's people that collect a variety of things. Sometimes they're hoarders. Sometimes they're not. But there's a weird psychology of people that like collections and they feel more safe. They feel at ease when they're around their collections. Like these adult people in their 60s, would look at these Beanie Babies and smile and think they were the cutest things. And then they're just so happy when they're around this thing of Beanie Babies, right? It's like, you know, some cloth and filled with some beans, right? I, I don't know if they're actual beans. I think they're plastic. It's actual beans, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, pinto beans. So what is the weird... Do you guys other weird collections that you know of? I mean, obviously, adults collecting stuffed animals is, a, is an odd one. Are there other weird collectibles that you guys can think of? Um, yeah, I know one off the top of my head. Um, I kind of like ruined the part of my childhood by never even taking the shrink wrap off this thing. Um, I have the tops 50 year 
uh, complete set from 2001 and includes 790 baseball cards. Whoa. And never been opened. I was told, like, it's going to be worth a lot of money <laughs> yes, one day. Yes. You could find it on eBay from anywhere from $150 to $250. That's so much money. It's not. How much, <laughs> how much did you buy them for? How much were they bought for? It was a Christmas gift. I have no idea. Okay. So they were probably bought for like one. 20 bucks or something. I yeah. don't know. 790 baseball cards is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but that's an 01 money. I doubt Before it was Before Obama came into office and messed everything up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, Pat, that's a good, that's a really good example because I actually might have Cousin Uncle Jerome, who hasn't been on the show a while, might have him on because he did a lot of research on the baseball card thing where people, yes, people thought baseball cards were just going to go insane. And these things are going to be worth, you know, thousands, millions of dollars. And some randomly do. But in general, baseball cards are not like a great investment. I think it's the <laughs> Honus Wagner baseball card that's worth like $3 million or something. Yeah. Old Hones. I got two of those. Yes, he does too. But <clears throat> he scribbled on them. He put, drew penises on them with a Sharpie. So I use those as coasters. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So... There's a weird thing, Steve. Are there other weird collections you can think of? Um, I mean, people do like all cards weird me out, yeah. like Pokemon and what was the other, like Magic the Gathering. I guess those are games you play, though. Yeah, so that's less weird than baseball cards. Yeah, at least like, there's something to that. Yeah, I don't really get the memorabilia card. Like, I guess sad, before Steve. the internet. You had to be like, oh. yeah. So before the internet, you had to be like, oh, look at Ken Griffey Jr. stats. Yeah. <laughs> like now, you just like go on your phone and Google it. And you're yeah. Like, Why do I need a stupid baseball card? Yeah. Well, I have a ton more of them, and they're all sitting in a crate in the crawl space. That shows you, me how much I look. You're rich. Them. You are rich. That was all I bought when I was a kid and had allowance. So. So what's your plan with that long term? My neighbor gave me like all these like baseball cards from seventies and eighties, and I looked them up online. I think like the most expensive card was worth like thirty five dollars or something. Damn, is it just not worth going through the effort of selling them for you? It's like just keep it, you know. Yeah, yeah, keep it in your box forever. There you go. This is actually in a book. Oh, (laughs) move on, you judgmental prick. That's Perfect. not in the crawl space. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> was there something you guys want to get to here? Yeah, I need uh, I need Pat's advice here. Okay. Um, Pat, my apartment's heat and hot water is out. Go stay with your parents. All right. I know I know you're uh you're equipped for this. What should I do? Should I turn my oven on overnight? Well, if your heat's out, your gas is probably out. Ooh. Electric, baby. Ooh, electric. I don't oven. think you should keep an oven on overnight. What if I leave it open? Uh, I think that's even worse. I've actually left my oven on, I think, three times overnight. Probably more than that. <laughs> I like make something real late at night and forget it's on. <laughs> Wake up and I'm like... Man, it's hot in here. Yeah, <laughs> my oven's on. Well, you, but you didn't what, leave uh, the thing. What in is there. the current temperature in your apartment? Uh, 
it's 60 and we're dropping. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not comfortable. We're yeah. getting into the cold, the cold range. Um, well, you could invest in a space heater. I actually have an extra one. If you I also have extra ones. Yeah. It. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not much for space heaters. Yeah. Those are kind of nerdy. Those are poor. I actually those have, are, um, that's a poor on my manner. air conditioner. Yeah. Oh, okay. there's a heat so, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jared, what kind of stupid ass comment was that? What is nerdy about a space heater? You think it heats up a space? You think Brad Pitt has a space heater in his bedroom? No, but I don't think Brad Pitt's heat goes out either. <laughs> Am I? A... Yeah, you never. Yeah, he probably lives in Los Angeles and doesn't even have to worry about that. When it drops down to seventy-two degrees, he worries about it. Yeah, I, Steve. I, it doesn't make me as nervous since you have an electric stove. If you had a gas stove, I would be more nervous about leaving the oven on. Um, but you're also your oven isn't that close to your room, so to have it actually make effect where your oven being on heats up your bedroom, I feel like okay, it's so, really on. So what you're saying is put the fan out in yes. front of my oven, aim it directly into my room. Yes. But... I don't know if I'd go a fairly low temperature if you're planning on doing that. Maybe like 300, you know, 325 or something. No, I would not go to 450. I'm going 450. I would not do that. Why don't you just do that before you go to bed? Just crank up the heat in there, keep the thing open, get it up to like a nice 75, and then just let it coast throughout the rest of the night. You'll wake up and it'll be like, you know, 48. How hot do you think it'll make it in here? 450. You keep it on long Listen to this. (laughs) <laughs> perfect yeah that's all not right. annoying at all we're going 450 baby <laughs> i'll let you guys and the oven's wide open okay <laughs> all right good 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 i'm, I'm making it through the night okay <laughs> you can just sleep on like a pillow outside your in your kitchen like on the floor <laughs> Actually, I could do that. Oh, you know what? I think I can move my whole oven. I'll just put it in the door to my room. Yeah. That's even a better idea. Put the oven in your room. Then you're set. No way this goes bad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see that causing any sort of issue. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, this is why I like talking to you guys. We find solutions to my problems. Yeah. And other people are going through this too. So we're not the only one, you know. Why, Steve? Yeah, why, it's why cold. Is... We got a snowstorm. People will lose power. Why is why are both those things out? I don't know because my building's from the eighteen hundreds and we have like one boiler. <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah, that's not great. Do you have that old like furnace that's just a bunch of vertical bars? The radiator. Um, radiator no, radiator. I have horizontal bars all the way around my apartment on every wall. They're like at the bottom. They go like eight inches up the wall. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. I do like the bar ones. Nice towel warmers, too. So, Pat, speaking, I don't know if I've played this on the show. Oh, I, you're not going to be able to play because you're not going to be able to hear it. But um, I had, I don't know if I talk about this in the show or not, but for the past, like, two years, I've had this stupid issue where I have those, I have that steam heating in my place. And the pipe, one of the pipes runs right above my bed. And, of course, in the whole place, the only one that makes noise is the one that runs right above my bed. And it starts <laughs> when they turn on the heat. The heat is supposed to start at 7, but it starts going at 5 to get up to temperature. 
So at 5 a.m., this thing starts banging, and it sounds like somebody has a hammer on this metal pipe right above my bed. Yeah, just dong. Yes, and I and it goes on for maybe 15, 20 minutes before it stops. And oh my god! I have been dealing with this stupid uh, heat. There's limited amount of companies that do this work, and we have this. Our building has some thing where we've the same company has been coming to us for you know 50 years, whatever it is. And so they really like this company, but they're a piece of shit. And they, <laughs> I'm, I've never, th- this is how you know that this business is bad. If this business had this kind of customer service in a retail store or any other sort of thing where it wasn't some specialty service that they were doing, because not many people work on boiler systems. But because so if they were like, you know, working at a, if it was like a grocery store and they had this kind of customer service, nobody would go in there. It is like insanely insane how bad they are. They come, they say they're going to come this day. They don't even show up. Don't ever send a reason. Don't even let me know they're not showing up. They just don't show up the whole day. I call in and say, hey, you guys didn't come. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, how about next week, this time? Okay. They don't show up then. Next, how about, okay, oh how about God. two weeks from now? That's the next time we've opened. Okay, show up. They send the wrong guy. He can't do anything. A couple weeks later, this has been going on for an insane amount of time. And they replaced this thing like two weeks ago. And they said, this is what it is. And I said, I don't think it's that pipe because that's not the one that makes noise. I think it's this pipe. They said, nope, this is, they're all connected Do this one. They did that one. still going on. I'm sleeping in the guest room right now because the pipes are so loud in this stupid thing. And I'm getting so pissed at this because I can't sleep through the night in my own bed. And uh, I just want to say that, uh, it's much easier to tell how bad a business is than how good a business is when you deal with something. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, that's very, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But okay. I mean, you know, what if you got two faulty pipes? I, I might, I might have a million faulty pipes. There's only one's making noise and that's the one I'm worried about. <laughs> Just fix the content. <laughs> I would rather have no, I would legitimately rather have no heat right now than this stupid pipe thing at nighttime. So, all right, Jay, I, I hear me out. Hear me out. You come live in Batavia. Yeah. I'm going to come live in Chicago. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We yeah, do a we little, can... we do a little swap. Okay. A little bait. Yeah. I got it. I got it. You okay. get to take care of my fish. I'll take care of your plant. There we go. Okay. Deal. <laughs> deal. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for sharing your, the problem. Pat, was there something yeah. you want to talk about? Uh, I got a few things. Okay, let's uh, hear it. Well, we haven't done it in a while, so let's start with some booze news. Ooh, oh, booze news! I got uh, booze news. So, boozenews.com has actually been slacking a lot. Um, every time I go on the website, it's the same fucking articles from like six months ago. Ooh. Hmm. So I don't know if like somebody just quit. <laughs> it was yeah. just like a hobby that they weren't getting paid yeah. for or something yeah they could have died um, from covid also true or over drinking alcohol poisoning but um this is courtesy of vinepair.com and the article starts off with saying all hail the mayor of Flavortown." so i think you know <laughs> who i'm talking about guy fietti flavor flavor so you actually call him the Fieri word? <laughs> yeah, it's Fieri. I'll, I'll uh, I will respect his choice of making up a fake, fakeish name and uh, calling him by that. Yeah, 
Shout out to the real boys. I, I missed those episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Those, those were good. But um, this article explains that Guy is going to be in his first Super Bowl commercial and his first commercial endorsing alcohol. Ooh. Ooh. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Flavor Pack is being called Loudest Flavors Ever. That's literally what it's going to be called. Bud Light Seltzer Hard... <laughs> yeah. Wait, how many names? This it's is a... Bud Light Seltzer Soda Pack? Or what was it? What's the full name? Bud... Oh, Loudest Flavors Ever. Bud Light Seltzer soda hard soda hard soda yeah hard soda <laughs> hard lights. how about like they just need a new name like why do we need it i don't need the bud light brand on this just come up with a new name that is just hard soda or something like why there's is that like five the, names of your that. father's root beer it's probably like that no that stuff is pretty good eric nava's first ever drink that's Harder right drink. i was there i was at the bar when yep. they say hard soda are they talking about like soda like coke or like club soda Oh, interesting. My thought is my thought is what you're saying, Pat, like a like a hard ginger ale or hard cream soda, hard root beer. Yeah. Oh, this commercial is actually available. <laughs> they just ruined it already? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh this does not look like a great commercial. Okay. I did kind of skip through it, but uh we got a fountain of guy with a bunch of alcohol being poured over it. Is he, oh, hot. is he in like a wet t-shirt, like a white t-shirt thing getting poured on? He's wearing a red leather jacket. Classic, yeah. Okay, That's very right. guy. That's very guy. Are there flames on it? No, the article does mention flames, but no, there's not flames on it. I would like to see him doing like a fire breath thing, like where he puts an alcohol in his mouth, spits it out with a fire. That's what I would like to see. It says... um, it's his first ever Super Bowl ad appearance based off the chef's bombastic personality, catchphrases, and his place within pop culture. Three friends travel inside of their fridge to discover a new world filled with blonde hardos, Oakley sunglasses, flames, and leather jackets to meet the leader of Flavortown. So that's the commercial in a nutshell. There you go. All right. Well, good for him. It's gonna win. He needs a win. He needs win a win. He needs a win. The guy's been he's been having a hard time. Are there actually awards for that? Words for what? No. Awards. Oh, awards. No, there's not. It's I think just the a, internet might do it. Yeah, just like a just like a what does the internet think about it? Internet awards. If I have something to drink, it's usually just I don't want a root beer or something like that. I just, that's almost never what I'm picking, uh, you know, hard soda to drink. Not unless it's like homemade root beer. Yeah. It, I, it just, maybe like a root beer float. If somebody want to make a alcohol root beer float, that would sound good. But uh, it just, I don't know. Oh yeah. I would drink it more if it was um, root beer with caffeine. Because usually the root beers don't have any caffeine oh, good in point. them. And good that's point. why I skip them. The good point. I like it, Steve. Yeah. Do you them. want to know something like on another topic that I wanted to talk about last week, but we didn't get to it? Sure. Um, I am so sick of clickbait. It's everywhere oh on Twitter where they're like, um, here's the best, uh, you know, restaurant in each state or something. And you click on it thinking you're going to scroll down and see all 50 states. No, 
It's a fucking yeah, slideshow. Yes, you have to you press each arrow. Link every single state. Yeah. There's an ad in between. It's yeah. just so annoying. I I call it slideshow clickbait, and it's a bunch of garbage. Yeah. As soon as I see it's a slideshow, I never go to the second slideshow. I will never, it's never like, click on it. Yeah, up. I'm gonna go through a hundred slides. Yeah. No thanks. I know. I only do it if it's like I really want to know what's at the end. I'm usually. <laughs> I'm going to go and say I've never clicked on a clickbait article and be like, oh, shit, that was good info. I'm glad I I glad I found that out. Most of the time it is such BS. Uh, they're total scam things. And hottest presidents? That was us. We did that. You ain't clicking that? You ain't clicking that? Well, yeah, I mean, I'll click it because we've talked about it. But, like, you know, 10 hottest Chubstep uh, hosts, like, I would click on that. But... Most things I'm not going to click on. Yeah. I click on Star Wars once sometimes. I'll admit it. Nobody gives a fuck about your nerd-ass fucking computer shit. I know what's at, I know what's waiting for me when I click it, but I still do it. You guys are going to like this Tanzania news. I got some Tanzania news. I got a Tanzania news, too. Oh, shit. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. I don't think it's the same oh one as me. Oh my god. I don't think it's the same Guys, one as me. Nobody gives a shit about Tanzania. You will, Pat. Oh, you'll really? like this. Because this actually has really little to do with Tanzania and much to do with other stuff. So uh, I was, so I have two shows that I watch that are my guilty pleasure shows that I'm not I'm not uh, happy that I watch. But I, I do enjoy watching them, so I'll admit it. One is Married at First Sight. The other is 90 Day Fiance. So... In 90 Day Fiance, there's this guy named Uzman that goes by Soldier Boy. And he is from, I think, uh, Nigeria. But anyway, in one episode, he's in uh, Zanzibar, which is in Tanzania. Oh. And he meets up with this girl who's a rapper there. And I can't remember her name. But in her, they played like a clip, at, a clip of her song. And it mentioned that... Uh, it depends on something with octopus soup and libido. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? What is this ridiculous thing? So I looked it up. Uh, and The Citizen, which is one of Tanzania's uh, magazines, they have an article here called No Longer a Myth, Octopus Soup Boosts Libido. So this uh, is actually from 2016. So I wish I would have caught this years ago. But basically... There was a, a thought for a long time that tans- that uh, octopus soup, which is apparently a, a food in Tanzania, uh, increases libido among men, but there was no scientific you know evidence to back that up. Apparently now there is. Uh, they oh. have done some studies using mice and things like that, and they've actually found that uh, it boosts uh, the consumer sexual health <clears throat> But it's not a medical drug to cure sexual dysfunction, but it does boost somebody's libido. And it also includes uh, vitamin C, vitamin A, and several B vitamins, as well as omega-3. Mm. So it's good for you, and it boosts your libido. Uh, so anybody looking out there that is, um, 
here's some other things about it. Yeah. Uh, so I usually, that, that's yeah. a study that I would sign up for. Yeah. <laughs> if they're like, oh, we shouldn't test stuff on humans. It's inhumane. I'd be like, yeah. that one? Yeah. Give me the soup. Yeah. They said there's no evidence that it cures cancer, like some people have also thought. What? Uh, but he says, I usually drink a cup of octopus soup daily and I carry home some pieces of the meat. I can sure I can assure you that it increases the urge for the game as well as increasing oh. stamina. So uh, that was what one of the doctors <laughs> said in this article. Oh my god! I just thought it was it was a pretty ridiculous like lyric in a in a Tanzania rap song, and I'm like, what is where's is this going? And then I looked it up. <laughs> if anybody's having an issue out there, or you know, you're losing the spark in your relationship, try some uh, some octopus soup. Yep, just suck it on down. Yeah. Do you want to just um, piggyback off that? Do you want to do my Yeah, go for it. Back to back, baby. Sad I'd say. All right. So as everyone knows, I've been closely following uh, cow cow drama in Tanzania. Yes. Um, I've reported on like cattle theft, um, cattle, a lot of cattle stuff. Um, yeah. The, like the way the best looking cows look, depending on where their spots are, things like that. Exactly. Um, so now I have some very bad news to report. Ooh. Uh, six people are dead, and I think, like, 20 others are injured, and 20 more have been brought in for interrogation uh, over a cow uh, feud. So in Kib- Kibarashi and Ilar. Rai villages a few days ago uh some cow farmers tried to bring their cows onto a farm i guess and then they kicked it off machetes were drawn guns were drawn axes were drawn and six people died (laughs) because somebody put their cows in the wrong spot uh yeah yeah and they said this fight was 20 years in the making. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this didn't just start with one cow thing. This has been going on for years, and this was just kind of the tipping point. Yeah, I mean, 20 years of cow feuds, and they're just finally like, you know what? Enough is enough. Let's do this. And the, they just duked it out. Yeah, interesting that you could get to uh, the point of feuding with somebody for 20 years that you would do that. They talked about, like, uh, the... Hatfields and McCoys, that was a miniseries that they did uh, a couple years back. But it was about these two families that just hated each other for so long. And, you know, the, they just get in this basically, you know, shootout type of thing where people are dying and things like that just because it's this family feud that's been going on for years. So it was probably this is the Tanzania version of that. There's, it, it essentially is, yeah. Yeah. A big, big time feud, two communities just going at it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I don't think any cows got hurt though, so we oh, are good. okay there. Okay, good. That is what I was worried about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, it is crazy what people can fight over, and then you just realize like how dumb you're being. I mean, even I, there's just so many times you're like that many years later. Yeah, you're like, man, I shouldn't have attacked that guy with a machete because his yeah. cow ate some of my grass. Yeah, is it worth going to jail because somebody's? cow ate my grass depends on how nice you don't the want grass the cow is. in your yard you don't want to get a fence yeah that's what i always say yeah pat do you have any long-standing feuds with anybody no i kind of went back and forth with this dude when i was a senior in high school 
and uh, he didn't like me because I was dating his ex-girlfriend. So mm. he was always very willing to approach me when he was with like three of his boys. Yeah, yeah. Would never really say anything to me if I just saw him. Like I saw him at like the ballpark one time. Wouldn't even look at me. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. One time I saw him at a bar. He actually came up and said hi to me, and I, the first thing I said was, you don't have a gun, do you? <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. He really did not like me a lot. Wow. So, yeah, but no, we're adults now. But that was probably the longest feud I ever had. Yeah. It's a good feud. Yeah. Some people just can't let stuff go. It's ridiculous. They just, like, just grow up and just can't move on. Like, it's it's just so ridiculous. You know, countries will do this. People will do this. Comp- you know, they, this will go on and on, you know. But as long as it's not me. Yeah. Well, I mean, this show is a very public feud with Conan O'Brien. I, what, I literally was thinking about Conan, bring him up for a second. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't want to like give his name any more light because I just don't want the publicity and I don't want like all that yes. around him. I hate when he gets any attention, but I'm not ending the feud. I just want to be clear. I would also like to continue that feud. So I just, yeah, I'll take that one to my grave. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like a mother effing beer. I'm going to do something that's a little uncomfortable. Um, if anybody ever asks, Maybe once a show, I'm going to name something that I put on pizza before. Okay. Mm. <laughs> uh, I will start with the latest one. And uh, you might not agree with this, but I don't really care. I actually put horseradish on pizza. Oh. Okay. Not very ordinary, but that is um, take one. What, what, was, what were the other toppings on the pizza? It's just like cheese. Just cheese and horseradish? Yep. So that, that I like the style because it's like you got that heavy pizza, right? It's all cheesy and doughy, and then you get some like spicy, like cleansing horseradish to put you, you know, put it all down. Makes your stomach feel good. I thought that one was gonna gross you guys out. I, uh, I like horseradish enough that it doesn't gross me out, but I I would have to try it. I'm not not gonna knock it till I try it. You got to get like actual horseradish. You can't get like the gooey oh, kind. Okay, like not the like the half. Yeah, gross. not like the half mayo, half horseradish. Okay, like legit horseradish. Yeah. And uh, I guess while we're on the topic of food, what are we going with here? Because I got two boxes in front of me. One is Skittles and one is Sweet Tarts. Mm. Ooh. I'm a Skittles man. I would also go Skittles. I almost would never choose Sweet Tarts unless somebody just handed them to me, like at a Halloween or so something. So that is exactly what happened. So the last <laughs> wedding I was in on New Year's Eve, um, because I was in the party, I got a gift bag. And uh, this was probably the, the funniest gift bag I ever got in my life because other than the bag, all the stuff on the inside was just like something I was not expecting on getting. Like, yeah. I've gotten like in the past like a cigar like holder I've got this little like handbag that has my name on it um you know i've gotten like um what are those cups called uh uh, uh Dixie cups, cups. Shot no, 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 cup. no 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 it's the cup that like keeps the temperature oh yeti yeti i've gotten two of those so <laughs> the dude who married my cousin hands me a bag i open it up it contained two bags of 
Doritos, a box of Skittles, and a box of Sweet Tarts. There you go. (laughs) Dan, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What do you want me to do with this? (laughs) So, obviously, I ate the Doritos because I I love them. They were Cool Ranch. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Um, Oh, and there was a bottle of Dr. Pepper in there, but like the kind you get from a vending machine. This is like, he thought you were going on a road trip, I think. He's like. So, we went to Walgreens. Yeah. All he was needing was some (laughs) beef jerky, and then you're set for your trip. Yeah, so I've not opened these Skittles or Sweet Tarts yet. It's been over a month. I don't feel like making any food right now. So we'll probably go with the Skittles. There you go. That's a great dessert. That's a good call. Yeah. Was there something else you guys went to, or should I do a Billy Bob Thornton movie review? I can't remember if you ever did this one, Jared, but I actually watched the Billy Bob movie over the weekend. Ooh, what was it? Did you ever review School or School for Scoundrels? School for Scoundrels, I did. Oh, I did. I actually thought it was funny. Yeah, no, it's a it's a decent movie. Um, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Billy Bob Thornton is just hilarious in that. Yeah, he's like a douche. He plays that role quite a bit. He either plays somebody that's kind of dumb Southern guy, or he plays somebody just big douche. Like most of his movies, one of those two. Uh, that one that one is funny. I did uh, episode two seventy three, so that was October of twenty twenty. Pat, that's probably why you don't remember it a year and a half ago. Pat, oh, weirdly, Paul, you want to hear this? What else is on that episode? A hero giant rat in Tanzania News. Sorry, wait, what, 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 what? The episode that I reviewed, School for Scoundrels, is when we first got introduced to uh, the Tanzania rat, Mawagi, or what is his oh, name? Magawi? Magawi, yeah. So people can check out that. Uh, the one who I just passed Magawi. away. Yeah, he just died. But uh, that was the first time we had talked about him was on that episode. Uh, yeah, I like that, Pat. <clears throat> Um, real quick, we are going to talk about uh, U-Turn from 1997. Oh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. Pat's right. Or uh, Paul's also right. <laughs> uh, Oliver Stone, uh, directed by Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone did a lot of political movies in the 90s and stuff like that. People, maybe you've heard that name. Uh, he directed Platoon is probably one of his most famous ones. 1991's JFK, very famous one, Born on the Fourth of July, Natural Born Killers, uh, pretty pretty big director. Also written by John Ridley, who is the producer of uh, Undercover Brother, which everybody loves. Uh, okay, anyway, this is a all star cast: Sean Penn, Jennifer Lopez, Nick Nolte, Billy Bob Thornton, John Voight, uh, who is the dad of Angelina Jolie. John Voight was soon to be Billy Thornton's father-in-law. Powers Booth, a ridiculous name, but definitely a guy you would recognize. Uh, Brent Briscoe, you'd recognize. <clears throat> Julie Haggerty, you'd recognize. Joaquin, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, sorry, and Claire Danes, <laughs> all in this movie. Uh, so a lot of people, and also Liv Tyler. There's it just it's a it's a lot of people you'd recognize in this movie. Uh, I would say all star cast. Starring, the two people it's starring for sure is Sean Penn and Jennifer Lopez. So the story is Sean Penn is this kind of low-life guy, which from what I've heard in uh, reality, that's that kind of lines up. And he is uh, trying to get to Las Vegas or coming from Las Vegas. I can't remember. But he owes a bunch of people a bunch of money. And he's just trying to pass through town, but he's in the middle of nowhere, Arizona, and his car breaks down. This seems like the type of movie that my fiance would hate more than anything because she uh, is, doesn't like Arizona much. And this is kind of like the epitome of middle of nowhere part of Arizona that's just the worst where it's super hot and there's nothing to do. And it's 
just bad. But uh, he gets stuck in Arizona because his Mustang breaks down. And he's going around town. He's just kind of trying to kill time while his car is getting fixed. And he just keeps running into all these issues. He comes into some store. There's a robbery going on. Uh, there's some girl that's hitting on him and finds out she has a boyfriend. Another girl's hitting on him. She has a husband. There's all these things going on. Apparently, he's irresistible to everybody. And uh, he's just trying to get this money to these guys that he owes. And, of course, something happens. And he has to stay in town for more than he wants to get more money, all this stuff, right? That's kind of the, the story of this movie. Billy Bob Thornton plays a mechanic. He's the one that's fixing the car. He had to gain 50 pounds for the role. He kind of looked how he did in his early career because he was actually a fairly larger guy in his early career. Uh, so, But he was just covered in just classic mechanic, just dirt all over his face, which I've worked on cars quite a bit. There's a few times I'll have like an oil mark or something across my face. I've never had my whole face just coated in brown uh, oil or something like that. Like I, it just, there's so many times you see that as mechanics and they're just covered in the stuff. And it, it's really difficult to do that. Uh, anyway, this movie is, is good. I was very watchable and decent, but it's, it's too long and it is not so interesting that I recommend it to people, but it's well done. It's, it's good acting. It's just, it's a little too long and the story is not like amazing to the point where I'm like, Oh, you got to check this out. It's a middle tier for me on the Billy Bob Thornton movie mm. review scale. Uh, U-turn 1997. Uh, Jay, you know, it's fair. You're always fair and impartial. Yeah. Impartial. Yeah. Even though Sean Penn was in it, I know you're a huge fan. He is so okay to me. Uh, I think always think he's a little overrated, to be honest. I, again, I've, I've heard he's not a great oh, he guy. He told me over dinner and drinks. Well, Jared. that's that was in private. This is my public, uh, you know, thoughts on him. Is that I've heard he's not a great guy, and he's been in some good movies, but I would just avoid him in general for me. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Hey, Ed, are you opening the Skittles right now? That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll let Pat I get back find to my his... scissors, so I had to use like a knife. <laughs> there we go. We'll let Pat get back to his stuff. Uh, people, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate the oh, show. Got a, got a quick update. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. See, sorry. It's 66 degrees in my apartment now. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. A little temp update for at those that are paying attention. Down. Nice. Uh, okay, perfect. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, thank you, Steed, and uh, good luck with your night's sleep. If you don't make it through the night, um, we know what happened, and it's been great uh, working with you. Yep, you you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. Also, separately than that, Steed, uh, wh- why don't you. you ever wear the? Uh, you don't ever wear like a, a baseball hat that says like you know, veteran or something, because then people don't say. Um, Thank you for your service. No, the only thing I wear is a hoodie that has my unit on it. Okay. You mean um, like army unit, not just, not like a... It doesn't even say army. It's not like a phallic unit, right? Quarter horse. I gotta say the the uh, purple bag of Skittles is a lot better than this red one, just the generic. Yeah, yeah, the, the newer bag. I would agree, Pat. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, email <laughs> well, I'm the show. not done yet. Have you ever had the yellow one? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yellow one's bullshit. I do like a great... Great Skittles combo. Yeah, it's kiwi banana. Who the fuck is gonna eat that? So that was Skittle Talk. Thank you, Skittle, Skittle Talk. Talk Skittle Talk. All right, the show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace.
this is Yasin.